welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Have you ever tried natural toothpaste? If you have, you'll know that it can feel like a trade-off. Sure, it's great to ditch the artificial flavors and sodium laurel sulfate, but brushing with a natural toothpaste can feel flat and bland, leaving your mouth with an unclean feeling. I've tried a lot of toothpaste that either tastes like baking soda or just don't seem to work. Himalaya Botanique, our sponsor for today's episode, has changed all that. Their toothpaste is free from fluoride, SLS, and artificial colors and flavors. But unlike other similar toothpastes, they don't compromise on flavor or performance. Himalaya toothpaste is always bursting with foam and flavor. Interested in trying it for yourself? Get 20% off Himalaya Botanique toothpaste on Amazon with the discount code LIFELESSONS. Check out our show notes for more details on this episode's sponsorship with Himalaya Botanique. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Success Through Thought Habit by Benjamin Johnson, published in 1908. Your character represents the result of the habits you have formed. Your habits show your manner of thought. Your manner of thought is in turn affected by your method of breathing. Would you like to succeed? Then breathe systematically, intelligently, and happily. The air is filled with life-giving oxygen ready for you to use. It is already yours but you must give it space in which to do its work. Unless you have the force of will necessary to breathe correctly, not only once but many times a day, you have not sufficient will to develop your mental faculties to their greatest capacity. Hence your thinking will be limited. You have probably, like many other people, Consider breathing as a natural process not worth bothering about. And so, like many other people, you have starved certain organs of your body, impoverished your brain, and then sought for some remedy to act as a tonic. All the time the real remedy has been within your reach, but you have willfully refused to acknowledge or use it. You surely desire to succeed, don't you? Then begin to work for success by realizing to the utmost your need of giving to the lungs the greatest natural tonic and purifying agent for the blood, oxygen. In order to take in the greatest amount of oxygen, all breathing exercises should be practiced in the open air or by an open window. Deep, full breath should be inhaled through the nostrils, held for a few moments, and then exhaled through the mouth. Ordinarily, about one-half pint of oxygen is taken in an average breath, but when the effort is made to breathe from the abdomen, throwing back the shoulders, and taking in all that the lungs will hold, this amount is tremendously increased. The blood passes through your lungs about three times a minute, carrying the carbon dioxide that should be given off, 
and searching for the oxygen to be inhaled for the purpose of purifying and revitalizing. If the blood fails to receive the supply of oxygen it needs, the entire system immediately shows the result of this deficiency by weak tissues, inefficient digestion, and low vitality. The amount of blood in your body is estimated to be about one-sixteenth of your body weight. This blood has fully 2,000 miles of tubing through which to circulate. For every heartbeat, nearly three ounces of blood will be forced along through this tubing, so that in 24 hours, fully eight tons of blood passes through the lungs, giving off carbon dioxide and taking in oxygen. If the breathing apparatus is not in perfect working order, or if the ventilation is not good and the person is breathing air that is impure, but little of the carbon dioxide can be given off, and the accumulated poison shows its presence by a sensation of weariness or weakness. The great pumping organ, the heart, is one of the first to suffer from a deficiency of oxygen. You would not expect an automobile to operate without gasoline, would you? Well, it is just as nonsensical to expect good work from a heart when the blood is not being fully supplied with oxygen. Men in ordinary walks of life are said to take in about one half of the oxygen they really need. Women take in about one-fourth of the amount necessary for perfect health. Shallow breathers never take in enough to give the body what is demanded. Frequent breathing exercises are necessary because oxygen is unlike food in that it cannot be stored up. It must be taken in often. However, breathed air in any room is always less healthy and can cause all sorts of physical problems. To illustrate the instant effect of bad air, Take anyone who is accustomed to outdoor life. Place this person in an ordinary office. In nearly every instance, a violent headache, a feeling of weariness, and a general depression will result. Continue this seclusion for a time and the person's eyes will lose their luster. Their cheeks will become colorless and their vitality lowered. True, many people always have, and always will, exist under such conditions. But to truly live, in the broadest sense of the word, something else is necessary, and that something is the opportunity for drinking in nature's best tonic, oxygen, at frequent intervals. A very simple plan is to practice deep, rhythmic breathing on your way to the office in the morning, when going to and coming from lunch in the afternoon, and before retiring to bed. If you feel tired mentally during the day, go to the window, throw back your shoulders, and take several deep breaths. Does your head ache? Are you weary, dull, or depressed? Nature's remedy is yours for the mere taking. The various organs of the body are naturally also affected by the amount of oxygen received. 
and your entire nervous system becomes in turn either efficient or inefficient. If the supply of oxygen is not great enough, your brain cannot properly generate, store and transmit the nerve currents. Another feature of the deep breath, and one not usually considered, is that by such an inhalation, the diaphragm, nature's principal aid for exercising the internal organs, contracts during inhalation and exerts a gentle pressure upon the liver, stomach and large intestines, thus performing a gentle internal massage. For the reduction of superfluous flesh, deep breathing exercises are especially beneficial as by this means much of the extra fatty material can be dissolved. Breathing therefore can be shown to affect every organ of the body, either for good or ill, though ordinarily it is considered an act of but little importance. The effect that breathing has on the mind is easily understood when we understand just what oxygen does. However, there is still another point to consider, and that is the effect of the mind on breathing. Anger, fear, and suspense are all indicated by short, rapid breathing. People who are always sad and despondent are invariably shallow breathers. On the other hand, contented, well-poised, calm people breathe deeply and systematically as a matter of course. When we know and acknowledge that our state of mind affects our breathing, and our manner of breathing in turn affects our bodily health, we feel a combination of will and action that is especially desirable. Therefore, before starting any breathing exercise, your mind should be calm, free from worry or any disturbing emotion, and your will should be used to breathe deeply for the purpose of taking in an especially large supply of oxygen. To begin with, prove that you are breathing deeply by placing your hand lightly over your diaphragm and watching the effect on the muscles. If the muscles are not affected, try and try again until you know they are being exercised. Then standing erect, empty the lungs and slowly breathe until the lower parts of the lungs have been filled. Then fill the middle parts and then the upper lungs. Hold your breath for an instant and exhale through your nostrils. Repeat and hold your breath while you count to five. In the meantime, pressing your shoulders back so that you will increase the breathing space. Then exhale, counting to the same number. Do not make this a difficult task by closing your teeth and forcing the breath. Work easily, endeavoring to breathe rhythmically, increasing the time of holding the breath until you count to ten. And always practice in the open air or before an open window. Another simple though excellent method to practice breathing is to stand erect and then empty the lungs as you bring your hands together directly in front of your body. Then clench your hands and commence inhalation. 
as you inhale, bring your clenched hands back to the sides of your body, throwing your shoulders back at the same time. With just a little practice, good lung expansion can be developed in this way. It is of course understood that in all deep breathing exercises, the breath must be taken in through the nostrils, with the mouth kept tightly closed. But in exhaling, the lips may be parted and the breath allowed to go out through the mouth. Many people who have suffered for years from insomnia have been able to cure this trouble by practicing breathing exercises when retiring, insisting with every breath, I am sleepy until sleep finally comes. People who are troubled by despondency have also been cured by practicing breathing exercises before a mirror, smiling back at their reflections and declaring, I am happy, until at least 25 deep breaths have been taken. One woman I know, who was cured by this process, declared that she felt like such a fool when she was practicing this exercise, that she laughed every time she thought of it, and believed that this in itself had much to do with her recovery. So before tackling the bigger things that seem so necessary to your success in life, become determined to breathe properly and for health every time you have the opportunity. That means several times a day. When working with my students on thought building and constructive thinking, I insist they make every breathing exercise a thought exercise in the following manner. As you inhale the first five breaths, say, I am breathing in oxygen, the greatest known purifying agent, and thus helping every organ of my body. Then as you exhale these breaths, say, I am thrusting out of my lungs the impure air, thus assisting in the work of elimination. With the next five breaths say, as I take in the purifying oxygen, I am also breathing in the elements of success from the universal supply. And as you exhale declare, I am casting out every destructive thought with as much ease as I eliminate this breath. Try this exercise four times a day, and by the end of the third day, you will be a convert. By the end of the week, you will feel a new ambition. And in a month, you will be positively hungry for greater opportunities to grow and expand your life. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org slash majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.